This is the One Thing Podcast, where we teach you the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results. I'm your host, Jeff Woods. Is your relationship moving forward, or are you caught in a predictable loop of business as usual? There's nothing wrong with your day-to-day routine when everything is fine. But ask the question, is fine where extraordinary happens? We know what it's like to be at a point in time in your life where maybe you don't have a specific challenge that you're focusing on overcoming. Life's just good. Yet you know you're meant for more. How do you take back control of your relationship and your life? In today's episode, you're going to meet one couple who was living a pretty good life and it was fine. There was no obvious problems that needed to be addressed. In fact, from the outside, things looked great. They had successful careers, amazing kids, and life looked picture perfect. Behind the scenes though, they were working long hours, struggling to purposefully connect and lacked clarity on what they really wanted out of their life. They knew it could be better, but they weren't sure where to start. You'll hear how one conversation they had at our couple's goal setting retreat we facilitate every year started this family down a path to increased happiness, extreme alignment, and renewed clarity on what really mattered most and what they needed to let go of. Listen closely to learn what the lead domino was that changed everything because it's probably different than what you'd expect. If you are not yet registered to join us for our virtual goal-setting retreat series this year, do us a favor, do yourself a favor, pause the episode real quick, open a browser, go to theonething.com slash setmygoals. That's with the number one in the URL, theonething.com slash setmygoals. The reason you wanna do it right now is because our early bird pricing is about to expire, which means the prices are going up. So now is the time for you to register and lock in an amazing price for an amazing experience. One weekend is dedicated to a couple's goal-setting retreat, and the next weekend is dedicated for a goal-setting retreat specifically for individuals and teams. Like we said, the early bird pricing is about to expire, so please take that action right now by going to onething.com slash setmygoals. With that, let's get into this episode with Chris and Monica Shantz. Eating healthy is an investment. It's an investment in yourself, but it also often requires an investment of your time. But good news is Factor has delicious ready-to-eat meals that are ever fresh and never frozen. They're chef-created, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. With Factor, you can choose from a weekly menu of up to 35 options, including popular things like Calorie Smart or Keto Direction or Protein Plus or Vegan and Veggie. Also discover 60 more add-ons every week like breakfast on the go, lunch, snacks, beverages to help you stay fueled, feel good all day. And we know our listeners here at The One Thing are focused on health and health goals. That's why we choose to partner with Factor. And if you visit factormeals.com slash 150 and use code 150, you can get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. Again, that's factormeals.com slash ONE50 and use code ONE50 to get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. Bring us back to getting introduced to The One Thing. Where were you at in your life and how did it happen? Well, The One Thing book was introduced when it... Well, I got my hands on it when it was just printed. I really couldn't read it much because I'm like, this is, this is a joke. Like, there's no way you could... Like, of course, this is so simple. But then it was like, you can't really live your life this way. And then a couple years later is when it resurfaced. And I just think I wasn't ready to hear the message when I 
first got it. Yeah. And then got connected through the, the online community. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the goal setting retreat came up and I'm like, hey honey, let's let's <laughs> let's go to Austin for our anniversary. And we're also just gonna kind of sit in some classes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how she served it up to you, Chris. That is exactly how she served it up. And um and I bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then you showed yeah. up and what 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 did you think when you realized you just signed up to go to a couples goal setting retreat? Well, it was interesting. So part of me was, you know, skeptical. It's like great, you're going to another sales rally kind of thing. And you know, it's gotta be a bunch of realtors, you know, rah rah, you know, with pom poms and stuff. Actually, I, I was glad to see how lessons worked for me in my world, as well as Monica and her real estate world, and then our world together as a family. Mm. Have the two of you ever sat down and set goals together before? No. Not really. So what happened? Well, that was eye-opening. <laughs> um, because you know you start with kind of making your own list right individually. And then when we came together and compared, we saw that there were things that were a match. And then there were things that definitely weren't a match. And that's when clarity came of, oh, that makes total sense now. Why... You want to do you want me to do this with you, but I have no interest in doing that. And then you get frustrated because I don't want to do that with you versus, you know, the reverse. And so it just kind of I don't say made us talk about it, but it just surfaced like the real piece of what it was all about versus yeah. just kind of talking over it. Yeah, we were able to get like to the heart of the matter of you know what what it truly was, you know. So all these disparate things were kind of coming into play, but it all had roots. And the one thing retreat helped us establish and identify what that route was. And then we could come with a common plan forward. It wasn't that we were blowing each other off in any, in any shape, form, or manner. Uh, we just didn't know how to articulate what our wants and needs might be. And this helped us um, maybe put a, a common definition around it. Isn't that interesting? It's like, gosh, you've, you've got your partner in life. And you'd think you'd be able to talk about anything and you'd hope you'd be able to support one another. And yet sometimes, because it's we've never been shown the way, yeah. you just don't have the conversations because you don't know how to have it. Mm-hmm. Right. But over time, by not having the conversation, while your intentions are to grow together, you can drift apart. Mm-hmm. What was yeah. that for you guys? What were, what were some of the things that you know you were able to finally say, you know what, we could actually... Talk about this and, and feel a sense of alignment. I've actually quite a few. A lot of it too was with our kids and and college and planning for that because we really hadn't done a whole lot for that at mm-hmm. all. Uh, so that was a really big our first year. That was a major priority for us is to put an action plan in place for that because we were just kind of treading water. We weren't really. Moving forward, we weren't going backwards, but we definitely weren't moving forward. So that was a that was a really big one for us as a focus, if you will, uh, for the first year. I think that that was for me one of the biggest things. Yeah, I think it's just putting a number to what that looks like, and then you figure out all right now how are we going to actually make that happen. Imagining you you leave the first retreat, you guys you narrowed your focus like funding college for kids. That matters. We need to get aligned around that. How did your behaviors change over the next 12 months? Well, the other goal we set in 2018 was for us just to be happy individuals. And when, when we peeled it back to figure out what was so frustrating, it was our jobs. Mm. And so um, 
Yeah, I had an aha moment at the retreat. I decided I needed to quit and I needed to start my own advertising agency. I, I, I was I was miserable. So that was that was a huge, huge moment for us. On the finance side, it made zero sense. <laughs> I mean, uh, we we were doing good. I mean, I had a very, very good stable salary job, you know, everything was great. Benefits. And so benefits, <laughs> yeah. And we had insurance and dental, and it was beautiful. But I, I wasn't happy. And we realized that that was actually uh, bleeding into the home. And, and that wasn't good. I was, I was a mess. I was uh, way overweight. Yeah, it was, it, it was, it was bad. It was bad. So we need, we need to make some changes. Okay. I need to dive in here because, I mean, you just look at the stats. The vast majority of people are not fulfilled in what they're doing professionally. And a lot of people are unwilling to really address their dissatisfaction in your careers. What was the moment for you that you realized, I actually need to do something about this? Well, a couple of different things. So one of the biggest moment, the one that the one that brought tears to my eyes was one night I was coming home from work at you know some ungodly hour. And Monica just looked at me and said, I want my husband back. Hmm. That was that was a really big, like, ugh, you know, kind kind of moment for me. And that always kind of resonated with me for a couple of months. And then we got to the retreat. And then, you know, listen to you and Jay kind of talk just out of somewhere in the middle of day two, I think it was. I'm just like, all right, let's do it. I'm done. And then Jay was actually walking around and kind of told him what our plan was, which, you know, had a lifespan of about six minutes at that point in time. And he's like, oh, hang on, you know. And, <laughs> like, yeah, so, yeah uh, Jay's you know, Mr. Black Hat. You're telling me you're thinking about quitting your job. He's going to be like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah, you're forgetting about the pause and consider aspect of the show here. But um, yeah, so that, that, was, that was kind of a big moment for us. And then from there, it was kind of trying to come up with a plan on how to do that in a, in a way that didn't impact the family in a, in a major financial way. One that also made sure that we were able to still maintain our other goals or at least stay on track with our other goals without disrailing everything. What actually gave you... The, I, I, I'm really curious what gave you the confidence to say, okay, we need to do this. Because I, I'm sure there's lots of people listening to this who are not satisfied in what they're doing professionally, who maybe know they're meant for more, yet they're not quite sure how to bring that to reality. That's easy. That was Monica. She had all all the confidence in me, and that's all I needed. Monica, tell me more about that. It was one of those like I didn't feel like we could go backwards at all from where we were. It was just we were just there, and we wanted to. I mean, we but when we talked about it, it was like we wanted to experience the days again instead of just get me through this day till tomorrow, where you're on autopilot, meal, kids finish homework, and then we all go to bed, and then Chris gets home about ten thirty at night. And we do it again the next day. It was just, you know, year like year after year after year. So I figured, well, not that it could get worse, but that was just not what we wanted. So I know that together, if we both had a vision of what this could look like, that, I mean, I'm not going to let him down and he's not going to let me down. So I wouldn't, I don't know anyone else that, I mean, to, to put all your eggs in one basket and say, this is, let's do this. I mean, it was difficult, but it, I mean, that's on us if it didn't work. 
you know, Chris, it really strikes me when it's like, what, what was that thing that, that moment that allowed you to do? And you're like, I just need a Monica. I just need her to be on board. Yeah. And I'm trying to imagine being in your shoes. Actually, I was in your shoes. <laughs> now that I think about it. But if you've, if you've got the quote, secure job, but if you're coming home at 1030 every night, you're not actually home, right? You're getting home and you're going to bed and then you're waking up and you're leaving. You're not actually active in your relationship with Monica as much as you could be. You're not active in your children's lives. And to be able to just walk in one day and be like, I need to quit could be kind of abrupt versus having a conversation where you're actually imagining a vision for life and for Monica, you to say, I want my husband back and to really say, how do we make this happen? Yeah. I can see how that became an easier conversation to have. It did. It did. And, and, you know, the plans came in place, you know, money was set aside, you know, the, uh, you know, some of the extra peripheral things that we might do normally went away uh, just to, to, to kind of save up for it. And then once it happened, then you know, that kind of went through. We found more ways to cut, more ways to cut. And you know, we, while we cut back on those extra things, I, I honestly can't even remember all what they were because I don't miss them. You know, I don't miss the cable TV. I don't miss the, you know, those things, going out to dinner as often as we did. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a great time grilling out with the kids you know, all the time now. It's, it's fun. Yeah. Isn't it interesting the stories we tell ourselves about, I can't live without this until you have to? Yeah. yeah. And then you go, why did I need that at all? Yep. That's awesome. So we, you leave the retreat. What happens over the course of the next year? That was really kind of the planning phase. So we left the retreat. It's November at this point in time. And, um, and we're talking goal- November of 18? Uh, of 18. Yeah. And the goal was um, by my birthday in April to be done. So the day before my birthday was my last day of work. Heck yeah. So, <laughs> so we made it happen. And, uh, and then from there, you know, we kind of had the nest egg built up. We went through, I have a business partner. He stayed in his full-time job for another six months, kind of doing the same thing that I had done. And then he pulled the plug as well with support from his wife. And so we kind of, you know, as of October of 19, we were both, there we are. We're, we're out here. We're hanging the shingle and we're doing it 100% full time. That's awesome. That's awesome. And what exactly is the business? Uh, it's called Test Pilot Creative. It's an advertising agency, full service advertising and marketing. That's great. So anything from digital you know, websites or whatever it might be to TV commercials, whatever. So I'm curious, you, you, fast forward, it's October of 19. What lessons did you learn since your first retreat? Well, one that we as a couple are capable of a lot more than we thought we were. Be it you know endurance, or be it um, you know how we can stretch a dollar, or just how we just the less stuff, the closer we got. You know, as a, as, as a unit, and so it, it was an interesting kind kind of dynamic that. You know, these things that we thought, oh, we could do this as a family. We're going to go out here as a family. We're going to go on this vacation as a family. We realized, you know, we don't have to go on vacation. Let's just go to the nature park and take a hike (laughs) or do something like that. And those things are creating more memories. And we're doing it a lot more often than, you know, doing an annual vacation or whatever it might be. Although we did do Disney, which was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Monica? Over the two retreats, I was able to figure out that one of the biggest things for me is to create those memories. And Chris's, yeah. thank you. Yeah. So his one of his is, is family. 
And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm a mom. Like I'm such a bad person because that's not one of the three cards that I have in front of me. But that's when it was, it's really about the memories and creating that. And so when Chris says like for us to go to the nature creek and go hang out and stuff for a day, those are those little mini dates that we have with our kids and with each other that before I don't, we just kind of blew them off. Like it's not, but we did stuff, but I don't think we were really there experiencing it. It's interesting. I'm, I'm even just reflecting back on my last year with my family and how constraint can lead to creativity and clarity and how money can sometimes be an easy button. If you have the disposable income, you can be like, oh, we'll just go to this trip. We'll just go to this resort. It's the easy button, right? Versus thinking, what if, if money were not available for that? What are the things that we could do to still create those memories that matter? And all of a sudden, it can be like, yeah, just going down the street to the, the nature park can mm-hmm. be just as epic, if not more. Yep. That's great. So you fast forward. You, you, you guys decide you're crazy enough to go to the retreat again. Why? <laughs> Why? Why do this to yourself? He, he had it on his calendar. Like He was like, all right, next year. Like It was already... It wasn't an option. We were going. And we were upgrading to the VIP. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when we left in November before anything had even come... We had any results or anything from this. It was, okay, we're going to do this again. So that what made you that certain, Chris? I got so much out of it, and not not just as a as me and Monica as a couple, or how we're going to go with our family, but even me personally, and and how I want to look at my business and things. It just it was you know stuff that was new, but most of it wasn't new. Like you kind of inherently know this stuff, right? But you get so wrapped around your own axle, you forget, you know, or you or you lose sight of the big prize, right? And, you know, the one thing. So just kind of going through, breaking things down. You know, I had never heard of a 411. I didn't know what that was. So I learned it. And it was kind of cool. And a GPS and all those, you know, all those little fun tools that help you at least get clarity and form a plan of action as as opposed to like, you know, well, here's my post-its full of things I need to do. And they just sit there day after day after day, you know, without without any kind of plan of action. So those were were really important. And another thing for us um, of re-signing up for the next year is we also stayed an extra day or two because mm-hmm. what we regretted is we got back and we never really had time to digest everything that we had because it was right back to work, right back to the routine with the kids. So we stayed at the resort another day mm-hmm. so that we would have time to, to kind of go through and, and dissect it all down. Yeah, that's great. So what happened at the second retreat? Well, we went through, I mean, it was a lot of the same kind of exercises, but really that's, that's when we realized that even though there were certain things that happened within the year, like financially, um, we were actually ahead on our net worth, which was part one of our goals. Yeah. So that was really cool. (laughs) And so, and then we also found, okay, of the things that we talked about in 2018, we actually accomplished a lot of those things. Now, were we sitting? We did not sit down every week and go over like where were we on this, this, and this. But truly, if we hadn't just talked about it and put it out to the universe, I don't think that we would still be here, and he would still be miserable at work, and I still wouldn't have a husband that's there 
on the weekends and, and evenings. <laughs> it's amazing um, how tiny, simple actions can actually unleash really big things mm-hmm. in our lives. You know, something as simple as you go and set your goals individually and you never share them with your significant other, it's the seeds of discontent because you're casting a vision for your life. You're imagining... We, I, I, I'm just speaking for myself. I somehow imagine that I telepathically communicated it to my wife and that she should automatically be on board. But she has no clue. Her name's not Miss Cleo. She doesn't have a crystal ball. <laughs> and then you wonder, why, why isn't she supporting me? Right? Versus simply sitting down and discussing your goals. And it's not that your goals have to be the same. Whenever you guys have gone through this process twice now, were your goals identical? Did you have the exact same goals? Oh no. 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 Right? It's it's one of the biggest challenges we hear from people is like, what if what if our goals aren't the same? How do you respond to that? That it's okay. Actually, I thought it was better because uh I think the second retreat for me personally anyway. First retreat was focused about us. Second one, I internalized it a little bit more and kind of made my own personal goals and did you know did some of those um, what is it those seven part of those seven things on seven the circles yes oh yeah right there they're on the wall they're hanging on your wall right. yeah they're <laughs> on the wall right there yeah. but I had to, you know I I chose a couple circles to focus on that's and, great and 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 did and it and it's helped me tremendously. It's amazing that when you come together and you just discuss what your goals are, the shared ones and the individual ones, even if it's not like you have to go and change your behavior every single week and start having a weekly meeting where you review your goals together to have a relationship with your goals. Great if you do. Not required though. But just understanding how to now have the conversation with one another, you can actually start to achieve a lot more in a lot less time. Absolutely. You come out of the 2019 retreat I'm assuming you have high hopes for 2020. Then the world changes a little bit. How has what you've learned the past few years helped you navigate a time of so much uncertainty? We used to work in so much like reactionary mode. Mm. And even though, I mean, gosh, it's like you didn't know what was going to happen in two days from you know where you were. That we knew. Well, I knew. <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> I knew that we were in a position that no matter what we were facing, you know, we can make a reasonable decision on how to go about it and we wouldn't be re- reacting to it because then we end up in a worse place than where we started. I mean, it, both of us were working from home for a lot of 2020 with both kids at home. There was a lot of Xbox and a lot of safe time because it was like, just go do that and stay stay out of here. But don't use up too much bandwidth because the streaming is <laughs> going to get screwed up. <laughs> I think even the, even the four of us, like even with, with the kids too, it all... We all support each other more than we used to. What would you say, knowing everything that you know right now, to that person who's going, I know I want more out of my life. I, I I believe that I have the opportunity to be closer with my significant other, to feel more supportive of them and for them to feel more supportive of me. And yet they're not clear what they need to do. What would you tell them? 
would you tell them? Well, well, one, go to the retreat. I mean, that for for me, that was that was a big a big thing for me. Does it gave me some of the tools I needed to? But one had the self confidence to, to actually step out and 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 go for my own business on my own. I mean, which is you know it's always been a dream of mine to, to have my own business, but you know I never had had the gumption to to actually do it or the the you know I, I never thought I was tenacious enough or I you know, wasn't smart enough. Or I didn't have enough contacts to do it or whatever it might be. There was always there was always you know that that rock in the river that you talk about, right? That was always in my way, you know and how am I going to get around this thing? And then you realize when you have to navigate around it, it's actually not as difficult as you think it is. Hmm. You can actually do it. But you know, you have your goals set. You have your your milestones set to achieve those goals. And you know, things are going to get in the way, but just, just go. But you know, the retreat was a big thing for me, having a little bit of self-confidence. But the biggest thing is just having support. I mean, having Monica in my corner the whole time as, as my biggest cheerleader and yeah, quite frankly, she you know really acted as my coach too. You know, what'd you do today? I didn't do much. Why? Oh, I'm sorry. You know, and and she she kept me accountable. <laughs> I'm watching this work on your face. That's so good, <laughs> <laughs> Monica. What what would you say to that person? Just be vulnerable and start with the open conversation of like, okay, I don't know how to have this conversation, but I know wherever we are right now, we can be better. That's great. That's great. Well, anything else you'd like to share? I don't think so. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm actually, I'm actually glad that we're having this conversation because we, I don't want us to get so like, cocky and be like, Oh my gosh, we totally got this. I mean, this is a good check-in, which is good. Humility. It's, it's the path of mastery, right? We, you've made remarkable progress over two years, some meaningful changes in your life mm-hmm. and positive ones. And you also see how much further you can go. Because now that you see what you've done, that you've probably raised the ceiling in terms of what's possible for your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think as you guys look to, to this year and get ready to set your goals again together, and cast that vision. My, my challenge to you would be to, to, to think bigger. That someday vision that you have for your life, you've seen how much you can do in a very short period of time. Raise it. See what happens. It's it's been one of the again coming back to those simple small actions. This year for me specifically, there were a few goals I set that scared me, like really scared me. I could not see a way that it was possible for me to even come within striking distance. And I just had Jay in my ear saying, "Set the goal really big, and then break it down to the activities, and hold yourself accountable to doing the activities. Don't attach yourself to the result." Use the result to determine the the activities you got to do on a week-to-week basis and be really clear about that. And by staying in relationship with those goals, all of a sudden, I'm fast-forwarding and I'm looking on my 411 going, holy smokes, I'm actually going to hit this. Which makes me just go, okay, where where have I been playing too small? (laughs) Where do I need to think bigger? Which uh, I just get to scare myself all over again. 
<laughs> it's kind of a fun process. Yeah, it is. It's about becoming comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's where the growth is. It's where the yeah. growth is. Very cool. Well, I, I really appreciate you guys sharing the story. It's going to help a lot of people. I hope so. Okay, we hope so. There you have it. Our conversation with Monica and Chris Chance. What really stands out to me is how their first couple's goal-setting retreat started out as a small effort to go on a vacation and connect with each other. But the extraordinary outcome of that small two-day investment was that they got their life back. Monica got her husband back. Chris felt passionate about what he was doing. Their kids got consistent family dates and they began a new journey of purposely making a stand for their relationship and growing together every single year. This is what becomes possible when you take time to get aligned with your most important relationships. It's why every single year we facilitate this goal-setting retreat for couples, for individuals, and for teams. And even in this year, when we're not able to physically come together, we have the opportunity to do it virtually. And we're inviting you to join us because it is that important. Like we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, if you're listening to this as it just came out, our early bird pricing is about to expire. So prices are about to go up. So right now, I ask that you pause the episode, open a browser, go to theonething.com slash setmygoals. And that's with the number one in the URL, theonething.com slash setmygoals and learn more about this experience. It has changed so many people's lives. Hands down, it's one of the best things that we do. Do not miss out on an amazing price for such an amazing experience by going to the onething.com slash set my goals. If this episode has brought value to you, who's one person you know who needs to hear it? Would you take the time to send it to them? And if you are new to the One Thing podcast, hit the subscribe button so all future episodes will automatically be downloaded to your device of choice. And while you're at it, will you leave us a rating and review? It really helps us reach more people and live our purpose, which is to help you better invest your time by having a relationship with your goals so you can achieve extraordinary results. I'm your host, Jeff Woods. We look forward to being with you in the next episode.